0: Aloha, Ash. Aloha, Taryn. Aloha. I don't know why I just said it again. Um, (laughs) Look at my tan. Look at that. Look at that color. I know. You know what's so funny? Okay. So, my brother's fiance uh, walked in while I was changing Mm -hmm. and, like, full blown, like, my hoo ha was out, right? Okay. And so I, like, screamed and, like, pulled my shirt down and was like, Julia, like, knock, you know? And then she goes, she goes, oh my gosh, it's not even crazy. I just saw your underwear, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. not wearing, I'm not wearing underwear. She goes, what are you talking about? I was like, first yeah. of all, the underwear I have on are black, because like I, I talked to her when I came out. I was gonna I was say, like, <laughs> black. I was like, I'm confused. And she was like, but I saw white ones, and I was like, that's how tan
1: exactly.
0: I'm loving this tan life because I haven't experienced it in years Yeah, because I just don't go out in the sun and (laughs) so I'm thriving. Taryn is out of hibernation, ladies and gentlemen. I am. I am. I was like freaking rocking my bathing suit. You know, confidence is great. Confidence is great. Can I just say like this newfound, like who would have thought loving yourself and your body (laughs) would just be so freeing?
1: (laughs) Hell yeah, Taryn. You know? I'm here. <laughs> I love this era for you. <laughs> Bikini Hi era. Gosh. Oh, I'm so good. I'm doing so good. Um, I also am a little burnt. Went to the beach a lot this last We For those of you that haven't been tracking, we went on a little break. We had like a two-week break. Taryn mm-hmm. went on a family vacation to Hawaii. That and I've just been living my best life over here in LA. <laughs> um had the last couple Mondays off that was great Mm -hmm. um and I also had the best day of my life my entire life if you don't follow me on socials then you don't know but my sister surprised me with Taylor Swift tickets and I lost lost my lost it sobbed to the point where my face was beet red like I could not come out of it and so then I just leaned into it and I was like we're just gonna sob the rest of the video um she told me like two hours before we had to like leave and i hadn't eaten i had to like run back to my house to grab boots that fit me yeah and i went through her entire closet it was so much fun went to the uh, taylor swift concert had the best
0: night of my life magical She's- did you know i've known about this for like a while no
1: yeah she apparently uh multiple people knew about it and i just had no idea but it was great it was great yeah it was great. Um, not overhyped in any
0: way. No, she's she's so been good. so excited to to surprise you, and I knew you were gonna be like so excited, but your reaction was just so cute because Ashley's not like a. She's not like a crier. Like if you if she's crying in front of you, you're you're in the circle. Like yeah. you've you've reached yeah. the zone. That's true. But also not just crying. Her like happy cry where she full blown loses it. Yeah, is the funniest thing ever because it's like. Her laugh, but it's like manic sounding yeah. and like it's crying and her whole face changes. It's like the cutest thing ever. So. Yeah. It we'll definitely great. repost. Yeah.
1: I'll, we'll repost Alicia's video because it's definitely yeah. worth a watch. It's so good. It was so much fun. Uh, we went with Love Wellness and they had the. They rented out the owner's box, like the owner of SoFi's suite. Oh, it looked suite.
0: so bougie. It was
1: huge. It was absolutely incredible. So that was just like the cherry on top. They had their own merch booth, which was another cherry on top. I was the merch wondering line how was you all got. Incredibly long.
0: Yeah. No, the sweatshirts were all cute, but I noticed so like quite a few people had sweatshirts on. So yes. I was like, they They were that? like right outside the door. It's so cool I
1: was just I was telling michaela our producer before you walked in I was like yeah I saw the line and I was like shoot like how am I gonna do it I yeah I have to get the merch and then I was like that means I have to leave like during her set uh, but do I want to yeah. do that and I was like maybe I'll leave during one of her older songs because mm-hmm. I've seen her a couple times like other tours yeah and I was like maybe I'll leave during like love story or something that I know yeah. I've seen that you know yeah so I was like maybe I'll do that and then I walk we we're walking to the suite and they had their own table there and so i beautiful. again I pretty much lost it i lost it because yeah. i was like yeah i'm getting the merch no they only magical. had like two xl but i was like i'll wear like a
0: dress it's fine no i <laughs> honestly was like i'm glad she went with that vibe because it looked yeah. like it like went over your whole outfit It literally covered. so cute yeah. yeah
1: it was great i love that for if you if it Ash? wasn't blazing hot outside i'd probably be wearing it right Still.
0: now uh-huh. So,
1: <laughs> yeah it's like wearing the concert
0: wristband yeah. for like days yeah yeah your i remember
1: out. uh i i mean i grew up in in a very um, conservative Christian household. And one of my favorite bands growing up was Plus One. Did you ever see yeah, Plus One? Of course I did. That was my first concert. And I remember getting my hand signed by one of the guys. You did. I did. My dad had taken me and all my girlfriends, and I like, waited in line. And he signed my, one of the guys, I can't even tell you which one it was. I blacked out. But he signed my <laughs> hand. And I remember actually putting a plastic bag over my hand to, to take a shower. Because I was like, I need to show all my friends yeah. in school, I will not wash my hand. And then at some point, my mom was like, that's disgusting, Ashley. Yeah, wash honey. your hand. <laughs> it's I was like taking alcohol wipes to my yeah. fingers and like Aww. trying to not rub it off. But ugh, it's so fun being a little, I know. little girl going I know. to a concert, boy band. So cute.
0: Um Well... Everybody, welcome to the episode. Me and Ash haven't seen each other for a while, so I feel if, like we have a lot to unpack. If we get lost on just tangents talking to each other, well, first of all, what's new? Second of all, that's why. Yeah. Um, also, if I start randomly coughing, I I did get sick mm-hmm. after coming back. back. It always it's happened to you quite a few times. I think it happens to me every time. And then I did a poll on Instagram, which I wonder if it's still up because I'd love to share the percentages. Because I swear, every time I have a vacation, whether that's like, even if I'm not necessarily going on a trip, but I just have a vacation from work and I'm just home, um, I always get sick. Like, it never fails. Let me see if it's still, oh yeah, it is still up. Okay, so 73% said they get sick after traveling. Well, it makes sense, because it's like, everyone says
1: the same thing after, like, in school when you're going through finals. Mm -hmm. They're like, the adrenaline, and like the anxiety of like the testing, and it's the, kind of the same thing when it comes to traveling. Like it's a it's a lot of work traveling. Yeah, it's a lot of you know you're in a plane with strangers.
0: Yeah, touching. Not things. sleeping. You're up doing
1: late. a lot. Mm-hmm. You're you know maybe Eating waking crappy. up early for different things. Yeah, popping around. So even if you are starting to get sick from let's say the plane, you're not going to feel it because sure. your adrenaline is like keeping sure. you going until the, you finally land. You. Take a shower, you go to bed, you wake up the next day, you're sick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, literally the next day I was like sitting and me and my brother are watching Bear right now. And I was like, halfway through the episode, I like swallowed and I was like, ruh (laughs) like I felt that. Like you just feel it, right? You're like, oh shoot, like you know immediately. And then sure enough, that happened. But I feel great, it's just that annoying like lingering cough that lasts forever so.
1: Can we we talk about Bear for a second?
0: Okay, I have a massive crush on him it's so good. just because okay you know the one scene where he's in um an al-anon meeting and he literally it's his whole monologue did you notice that that was all one, one take yeah he is so freaking talented and i have this thing where like it can be like a ping pong professional if i watch them play and they're thriving and i don't i have this thing where when people excel at stuff and I'm seeing someone just like live in out their, their dream, I fall in love every single time. Yeah. And so I've been just like watching the show and I'm like every episode, yeah, I'm like more and more in love. Yeah. So oh,
1: he's super talented. Yeah. The show is incredible. Yeah. I um someone had recommended it to me <clears throat> and I ended up watching it because my boyfriend had also said that it was really good. Mm-hmm. I benched the whole thing. It's so good. We're on the entire on season thing. Two. Yeah, I didn't. I was, and I say that, and like, I know everyone's like, "Don't you binge every show?" I'm like, "Yes," but I didn't intend to. Well, the it episodes literally are just super short, so it's it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, and I'm gonna follow it up with a second one. Have you seen Hijacked on Apple TV?
0: Okay, no, but I did watch a TikTok recently that made me. Like put it on my radar because I was like, "Mm, "This looks interesting." I watched
1: the entire thing.
0: Well, I was gonna watch it (laughs) right before my trip, yeah, and on the plane, and I was like, "I feel like this is like asking for anxiety." Don't watch that on a plane. So I decided to wait, but yeah, yeah, that'll probably be my next. Yeah, I literally. a show? It's a show. Oh, okay. It's like.
1: I don't know, eight episodes, he nine is episodes. A
0: sexy man,
1: Zaddy. I just listened to sexy his man. episode on Smartless, and it was really oh. good. Idris Alba. Idris? Yeah, I don't
0: really know. I don't want to try to say his name because I feel like I won't say it right. But yeah, some, some, yep. something, something. Like that. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> he did an incredible job, and I again, I was just tired press play on the first episode yeah. and next thing you knew, finished
0: the whole thing, went to bed. So good. <laughs> Gone. Like I finished the whole wait. thing. It was great. I can't wait. Um. What else, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, should I think we, we like- should give
1: like a little, sh- a little shout out to our socials. Okay. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram, you totally should because yeah. we've also we've also been popping off on TikTok too. So follow us yeah. on socials, and um, I just really want to take a moment to remind you guys that this entire podcast revolves around your content that you mm-hmm. send in. So please take a moment if you have a story that you want to share, a situation that you need advice on, or maybe someone you know is going through something and uh, you know some tea about it. Maybe yeah. get their permission and just kind of
0: write it in yeah you know can i make a request too yeah can we bring back i feel like in the beginning um we used to always get tagged and it still happens every once in a while but not as often um because we're just like it's so second nature to listen to us now so they don't even (laughs) think about it but we used to always get tagged in stories of people like listening yeah like what they were doing while they were listening so like walking my dog listening to ua or like at the gym listening to you guys. Yeah. I love that cuz it makes you feel like people kill me every time. Connected. Yeah. There so, girl, let's
1: do that. There was a girl, this was a
0: while ago. <clears> I think
1: this was one the, one of the original ones that sparked me being like, y'all listen to us at the gym. It's a trip. <laughs> um, she had posted like a video or a, a photo of like her mileage on the treadmill and how she had listened to a whole yeah. podcast and how far like her mm-hmm. stats from her like treadmill. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And I just remember being like, what impressive wow even i was listening to anatomy of murder on the way here which is my favorite true crime podcast right Mm now um and one of their ads she was like whether you're um, driving cleaning doing laundry or at the gym and i was just like that's a trip Like, i didn't realize that was such a thing yeah i think i also had a misunderstanding of
1: what people were doing at the gym and i totally get zoning out on a cardio like like doing an uphill incline like a twelve three thirty and listen yeah. to a podcast I could do that yeah because you're distracted and you're not having to like exert yourself so hard yeah but like still i would I still think I would need something a little more hyped up, yeah but i don't
0: I don't know yeah I, I don't know wherever you
1: wherever you do I'm Yeah. Yeah. For. let us
0: know but tag us yes share your lives uh should we like get into stuff mm, probably okay. all right I have a amazing turn it up for you I'm so excited.
1: Um, As you guys know, this is the segment where you guys send in funny stories, so please don't hold back on the funny stories because they're some of our faves. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Hi, girlfriends. Hi. And they write, because they get us, happy almost Halloween, (laughs) kind of. Y'all already know we prepping.
0: We We prepping. prepping. Literally in like a
1: couple weeks, I'm probably going to be actually –
0: I don't I don't think it's too early to start
1: sending in no, scary stories. No, I was stories. just
0: going to say I feel like we should call it out, but make sure okay our October series is elevated, okay? Yes. So like if you have a scary story, for sure still send in short ones, but like this would be the story you send in to like amplify every detail Make it a movie. If you have a writing a writer friend, like maybe bring them in on it and Mm -hmm. like create Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And always put October series in the email title. Yes. For us. A hundred percent. It helps us to like weed them out. So but send like I think you should start now. I think so too. I'm looking at the calendar
1: and this episode goes up the 14th. Of August. Of August. Oh yeah. Which means we have a month and a half. Yeah. So, guys, start sending. Oh, my God, sending. how exciting. Yeah. You heard Taryn send in all the details and make sure to put October series in mm. the title so we know which folder to put it in so that we can separate it for the month of October. Yeah. How exciting.
0: Oh, I mean, I feel like I just recovered from last year, but <laughs> it's fine. I'm ready. I'm ready for it.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.
1: to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, let's get back, let's get back into this. Happy, almost Halloween, kinda. She writes, and then she goes, Ash, what the heck? I'm loving your granola girl era. Nature is such a gift. <sighs> and Taryn, hel- hello, happy glowing gal. So good Aww. to see you both in a positive headspace. Oh. Cute. My girl. Thank you so much. She gets us. You ready for a good laugh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So last week, I thought it would be a great idea to get out of the house for a workout. I usually run outdoors or use my Peloton. I got this brilliant idea to get a free day pass to try every gym in my city just for fun. Oh, LOL. Wow. First gym I went to was LA Fitness. I did some weightlifting, then headed up to the cardio section to end with a run. The good thing about doing something different is your body notices. And my gosh, was I sweating like crazy. But no worries. Luckily, I had my brand new black LA Fitness towel that they gifted me, and I was feeling myself. And I just dabbed the sweat off my face every time I felt it running, mostly in my mustache area, LOL. Why does that happen?
0: I don't know, but I I would love to know.
1: I figured it out. It's the peach fuzz. Yeah, but don't So you even if you're sweating like up here, it kind of like drops because I feel like you don't have as much peach fuzz on your cheeks or like anywhere else. But I have my peach fuzz is like around my lip and like jaw area.
0: Yeah. But then wouldn't it happen here? Because here it's like you see like it'll be like little like you could see the sweat coming out of your pores. For sure. I'm not a scientist. I'm just saying that's where I would think. Yeah.
1: But I could be wrong. Everyone's different. I'm going to Google it. Anyway, I'm doing cute little sweat dabs to my face the whole hour and a half workout, feeling great about myself and just having a great time at this gym. When I was just about to leave, when I thought to myself, I should probably pee first. So I walked, all caps, all the way back through the gym to the back where the bathrooms were, put my stuff down on the sink, and guess what? When I looked in the mirror, I had a full five o'clock shadow. (laughs) Oh, because it was a new towel. (laughs) Guys, my cute little sweat dabs with my brand new black gym towel gave me a full-on mustache and beard. I could not stop laughing. Oh, and it made sense why everyone was staring at me while I was walking through to the bathroom. Here I am, delusional, thinking I was the cute new girl at the gym. No, I was just the bearded new girl at the gym. When I tell you I never felt so humbled in my life, lol. Needless to say, I was so happy that my day pass ended and I have been doing a lot more at home workouts ever since. This is why I can't leave the house, LOL. Hope this story read well. I just got done with a run and still have a good runner's high. I have another story for you that happened almost two years ago that I need to write out and I will, I promise. I'm trying to think of a good title still. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm the stinking girl at work, possibly. We'll see. haha. Ha. Anyways, love you both so much. P.S. Wash your gym towels before you use them. Mm. Love always, Erica. <laughs>
0: That's rough, man. Oof. Pa. Like we've all experienced the like blue hands from oh, like cheap sure. jeans and stuff. For sure. Yeah, the-
1: I never had. I also I remember the first time I went to an LA fitness, they gifted me a towel. Mine was yellow and I didn't get dye all over me, but it shed. Um. And I'm notorious for, like, every time I work out, I almost always have a full black outfit on. And I did one of those, like, full body wipe downs with it (laughs) and had yellow threads all over over me. On my neck, on my face, on my arms, (laughs) on my black. Like, it popped because of my black sports bra and pants. So I second that. Yeah. Careful.
0: Wash those towels. Anything new, honestly. Just wash it. You would think that they would, like, fix that problem. It's just really cheap material. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Also, I googled it, I didn't see anything crazy definitive, but it said it could be like multiple things, so it could be because of like hormonal, um, Mm. or it could be, well, my, interesting though, because I I have rosacea on my upper lip, and that can be a cause of it, and then hyperhidrosis, which is just this condition that makes you sweat, and it can, there's no other symptoms. So I'm not sure, but. Oh, that's interesting. There
1: you go. Uh, that'd be interesting if Erica had one of those. Right. Cause, and it'd be interesting if, if you had one of those and then you both were like, oh, that's clear. Yeah. yeah that's
0: what it is. Yeah. It sucks because my upper lip can get dark. It, it got way darker in Hawaii because I have that like rosacea and um, but it sucks because you put makeup on mm-hmm. to help cover And then if your upper lip is the only thing sweating, the only thing without makeup is your upper lip. So it makes it like darker than it already is. It sucks. But it's cool. It's cool. Uh, Okay. Should we get into the first story? Probably. I got clickbaited slightly. Uh oh. But she's the one who admits to it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The title is my breakups in two weeks. Which... Isn't that fascinating?
1: Breakups in two weeks.
0: Yeah, I'm like, how do you know you're getting broken up with in two weeks? Like, I have to know.
1: My breakup is in two weeks.
0: Which is why I read it. Great clickbait. Yes. Right? Okay. Dear Ashley and Taryn, if you're reading this, it means that my title worked. And as much as I would have loved to be clickbait, it's not. (laughs) But it kind of is. Okay. Because it got us. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, a catchy title.
1: She did good with the title. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. As the title deems it, my serious boyfriend of over a year broke up with me, then decided to go on a break to get back together, then broke up with me again. I will try to give enough details for you two to give good advice, but not too much in order to respect his privacy. That's... (laughs) Me and Ash. She's going to break up with you twice. Maybe screw his privacy. Yeah, me and Ash. Just thoughts. Have very, which I wonder if, because you have zero ties to your past anythings. Mm -hmm. Whereas the ones that I have that I have the juiciest stories about, I still do have some ties. So I wonder if that's why I'm more hesitant. Like, I'll talk about some stuff, but I'm definitely not going to talk about, like, In detail, the most intense things because I'm like always so scared of like offending that person, but you're more just like, just tell it. Well, especially if we're talking about in this
1: situation, like no one knows who. And if they're in the circle of people who might know him or Mm -hmm. people who know you, then they already know.
0: Yeah.
2: True. And
1: like it could be. This boyfriend, it could be this boyfriend, or it could be this guy mm-hmm. that I hooked up with this one time, or this. There's too many options. Well, when you so only if have you leave, one, if you leave ex. out,
0: well, that's very that's unfortunate different. for you,
1: because yeah. <laughs> there it literally is. is only one guy that it's she's talking about. Yeah, but
0: I mean, I do have, I do have some flings I've thrown in stories for sure. But, but then yeah. also, yeah, I get that it. was ten years ago. I get know? really jealous of, like. I'll listen to other podcasts where they're just telling these like juicy stories about like their exes uh-huh. and I'm just like, oh, like I could never I would feel too bad. I would feel guilty. <laughs> I can't hurt people's feelings. I get too scared Aww,
1: I'll just baby. give you my stories shut <laughs> up perfect <laughs>
0: okay um for context, I just graduated high school in June. Yes, I am aware that I'm still very young. I am an Enneagram two wing three, which hello me oh, um. From the story of how we started dating to the random things with him, it all felt like fate. Even to this day, I believe that. Everyone and their mother thought we were amazing to each other, a -a one-of-a-kind couple. He was a part of the family. He was truly everything I asked for and more. I wouldn't have risked dating this young if I wasn't sure of it being something I could see long-term. For example, he wrote me love letters and made me pastries out of the blue. Wow. (laughs) My two love languages? Words of affirmation, food. (laughs) That's all I need. He would never leave my side if I was sick. He reminded me of my worth frequently. He never made me feel like I was too much. All in all, he spewed unconditional love. Safe to say that he set the standards up high for myself and for all my girlfriends who had lost faith in the male species. species. (laughs) LOL. Well, at least until a month ago when he sat me down to tell me how he's been going through what I will call a rough patch for several months, that he wanted to break up and that he didn't love me anymore. Oof. <laughs> okay, um, it was the biggest slap in the face yeah. of my life, yet a couple of hours later I received a text from him saying that he, re- he regretted the whole thing and that what he told me wasn't true. <laughs> Interesting. I decided to talk to him a couple of days when I had in a couple of days when I had calmed down. There was no logical reason or explanation about his previous behavior, but I was able to forgive him by understanding that what he did wasn't a reflection of the loving boy that I always knew, but a reflection of the bad state that he was in.
1: But he said he didn't
0: love her (sighs) anymore. That's yeah. We'll get very specific. we'll, we'll, We'll talk about it. We didn't get back together immediately since I felt like he had some personal work to do and needed to earn my trust back, which he was 100% ready to do. I was flooded with hope of getting the relationship back. Then, two weeks after the initial shock, he tells me over text that he isn't sure anymore he wants to keep doing this because he feels that he's scared of hurting me again. I I have a hard time with the, I'm just thinking about you. I don't want to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you you are hurting her? So, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, (laughs) for sure. Huh? Okay. (laughs) She continues, as if not caring enough about me to try and keep me in this life didn't hurt more. He ended up officially breaking up with me in person the next day. And since then, my self-esteem is very much non-existent. Even today, my mind is stuck on so many different thoughts. What had changed that made me so easy to leave twice? The way I think about it is if you care about someone deeply, like he said he did, the last thing you would do is leave them. Does it mean that all the love throughout the entire relationship was fake? How will I ever trust in a future relationship that when things look good, my partner isn't hiding a huge thing for me? What if no one ever compares to the love and the way he treated me at his peak? How can I look at myself and feel confident? Now looking back, I see that I had put a bandaid on my insecurities in the sense that whenever they would come up, my subconscious would shut them down by saying, I shouldn't be insecure about this because I have a boyfriend and therefore, I have to be beautiful in order to have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I know that to get over him, forgiving is the way to go and I won't get over this by viewing him as the enemy. However, no one, not even my middle school bullies, have have made me feel so bad about myself. I just don't know what to do anymore. I should be excited to enter college at the end of summer in a new environment. I should be excited to meet new people and start new things, but I'm scared of how I'll deal with this change, having lost my best friend and biggest chunk of my support system. I know that in the long run, though, that transition alone is going to help me grow immensely, but I don't know where to start. For so long, I relied on seeing him to boost my morale. However, now having lost that, it's hard to find something that makes me as happy as he did. I know that the solution is giving myself all the love that I gave him, but I genuinely don't know where to find the energy slash mental capacity to do so. What do people mean when they say that you have to do the inner work to heal from something like that? Thank you again for reading this. I hope you too know how much you add to your listeners' lives, how validating you both are, and how this safe space means so incredibly much. I know that coming to you, I won't help, but feel comforted. (laughs) When I think of the positives of technology and social media, your podcast definitely comes to mind. I know. Now for some giggles just for you two. I'll attach a before the breakup versus after the breakup selfies. The girls who get it, get it. Lastly, I just wanted to say on behalf of all the fans that I really hope this podcast lasts up until we're all grandmothers tuning in every week with a cup of tea while asking for advice on knitting and grandchildren. Much love, Anonymous. Sob. Why do I... Kind of see that? I'm okay with some
1: grandma content. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with this being like a forever thing. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Absolutely. Y'all just need to keep sending us these stories, right? Oh my god, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're so st- that. Aww. See how it's the same shirt? Yeah. So it literally was
0: before and after. Oh, wow,
1: honey. Well, she asked a lot of questions. I feel like we should kind of go through them
0: <laughs> one yeah. by one. You know. I I feel like first I'd love to know your opinion cuz I've I've had so many people where they they're totally blindsided and mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy to be like how could you not like Notice? sense something was amiss like something like he had to have started acting different or there had to have been like some other thing that was going on but I feel like this is very common for, like, people to be like, wait, what? Like, I thought we were just going on a date. Yeah. And after all this time, like, it's just done. Like, there's mm-hmm. no conversation. There's no reason. Like, how do you even process that? I mean, this is just one of those situations where you, you lit-
1: anonymous, you literally have to take time yeah. to, to mourn the the relationship you thought you had and the future you thought you had Um, because that is a shock and that would be a shock to anyone so it's definitely not a you thing it's definitely a this is what's gonna have to happen to anyone who has to go through that the only thing I could say is I feel like I have blindsided some guys before and I think it's because not it wasn't intentional in any way but I think it was because I am such a non-confrontational person and this is something that I need to work on I'm not dismissing that fact but i think i i'm thinking of two specific guys where i i had like an inner monologue that i was having with myself for a while yeah when i then came to the conclusion that it needed to be over so i didn't give them warning and it was something that i was i had to figure out on my own it wasn't healthy in any way i'm not encouraging this kind of uh uh approach approach <laughs> yeah. but i do think i did that and i think it was because i was having my own inner issues yeah. that i needed to sort out and because i wasn't sure of how i felt yet i didn't voice it to them and then by the time i figured out the answer was they weren't my person i was like well yeah it's over and those four so, guys were probably like wait what what the just hell? happened like i don't understand but we did you good. give
0: What was your reason? Like, did you at least, like, give them a reason? I had a specific reason as to why. um, But they didn't know something was was wrong
1: until I was breaking up with them.
0: See, I guess, okay, so I do see that because I've I've had that conversation with a couple of friends where they're having that dialogue where they're like, yeah, I think I'm just done, like, because of this, this, and this. And I always find it so interesting when I'm like, okay, well, what, like, what has... They said when you've talked about it, like, did they address it? And they're like, "Well, I haven't talked about it." And I think, like, on my advice, always in those scenarios, is like, "How can you, how can you ever know the potential of a relationship mm-hmm. if you don't give that person a chance to know, like, what they can do or not do? Yeah, the opportunity to improve the relationship. Yeah, and I think there's like parameters, right? Like. You're not going to try to like fully change a person, but for sure, if I'm with someone and they're like, well, I mean, I'm always the first one to text you. So I just feel like you aren't interested. Well, on my end, that might not be my motivation for that at all. Like maybe that's just the rhythm I've gotten in and I don't Mm -hmm. even think about it. Mm -hmm. So. They've built up this whole story. Oh, she's not interested. I'm just going to break up, whatever. Whereas if they just had a simple conversation with me, me, if I'm mm-hmm. wanting to be in the relationship, would definitely make an effort to change that and make them feel more invested in. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I'm like, when I have conversations with friends where I'm like, don't you want to give them a chance to like change that? And yeah. they're like, no, I think I'm just done. Then my follow-up is always like, okay, well, then don't blame it on that. Right. So clearly you just don't like dumb. them anymore. Yeah. because And I think that's where breakups get so messy is because we we pin something on the other person. Mm-hmm. So I'm breaking up with you because you're insecure. I'm done with your drama. Blah, 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 blah. And then that's why. Like, this breakup is your fault. Yeah. And what ends up happening is you leave with this weight of like, I ruined the relationship, I'm so insecure, I have all these issues, and you're gonna replay all of the things that you could have done different, when in reality, I just have realized you're not my person and I wanna move on, but it's easier for me to like paint you as a villain. And it's not fair, Like I should be, if I'm making that choice, I should be man enough, (laughs) not just assuming it's always men, but it usually is, to come to you and just say, hey, I like we have had issues. I think it's I've it's pushed me away a little bit and I've had more time to reflect. And I just really feel like I don't see this going anywhere. Yeah. And then boom, like that's it. You know I what need I mean? I to be man enough. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. But I will say I do think in the scenarios that I'm thinking of that I think you're talking about, mm-hmm. it wasn't that deep. As in like. You were not boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, I you was not... thinking about Oh, you were two what relationships. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't defend you on that one. No, one... I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm the, it's me, hi, I'm yeah. the problem. It's me, as uh, Taylor would say. Yeah, that was a rough one. But I do think that, from what I heard, you had given some hints of it, and I don't think... Anyways, we won't talk about we'll it. <laughs> we'll get too detailed in here. But I don't believe that all of a sudden after like he's been flooding her with like love and affection that okay, now they're gonna go to college and he just all of a sudden doesn't love her. You, anonymous. I think he is a coward and not really saying what's going on, whether that means a twenty year old who doesn't know what the hell he wants. Yeah, like maybe he's like, I just don't wanna really I wanna go into college and just be able to do whatever I want. Maybe I'm not saying there's another person, but obviously, like, when there's a very sudden shift, sometimes, like, I always wonder that. Yeah. Also, a lot of people dating in high school don't take it seriously. You're
1: dating in high school just to have a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner. Like, you're not trying to actually, like, think of a future together, which is, I think, common for a lot of people, stereotypically
0: men. And a lot Mm. of girls are, like, he's my person.
1: And they're falling in love. And then, like, skirt. Well, and guys know
0: what they, especially high school. Um, they know what and when to say the things we want to hear to, like, keep us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time a guy said I love you to me, which was – and Michaela, you can bleep this out.
1: I figured. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> ah, that good has times. him written all over it. Yeah.
0: Um, was because I was standing up for myself and was just like, I don't deserve the way you treat me, and, like, I don't want to talk anymore, and, like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then just – out of the blue, which, you know, then Taryn, poor thing, she was just so enamored by him, but he was like, but I love you. And I melted, because yeah. I was like, you, you yeah. love me? <laughs> he loves me. Um, But it's, I think that high school boys, they like, they know how to say what they need to say. Well, also, I
1: think also, just that age, guys, girls, doesn't <clears throat> matter. If you're in high school, you're probably not taking it that seriously. I'm not saying that doesn't happen because I do know people who met, had a beautiful relationship in high school and it was very real or well, like and anonymous, married their obviously. high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yes, anonymous took it seriously. A thousand percent. Yeah. But I think in high school, a lot of people, you know, they're feeling a lot of feelings for the first time and they do think mm-hmm. they're in love and they're, you know, feeling a lot of feelings for the first time. So they say it because they know it's expected. Yeah after a certain point or mm-hmm. they think it's expected after a certain point whereas with age you realize you don't say that you, to say that. Like you yeah. don't just say that the second you feel it necessarily. Like yeah.
0: Maybe confirm that. Well and I think she's right because she says like how can you say you like love someone and care deeply about them but then be like yeah. not willing to work on stuff and I think that's valid. Oh it's totally I think valid, that's valid. But I also think she's
1: like a lot of girls in high school are is way more emotionally mature than him. Yeah. Mm-hmm we're trying we're trying to explain to a child essentially like yeah. that you don't do that to people that's mean yeah. you know like he didn't he's not connecting the two right now No, fully um, cuz he also is a child
0: i do think though however i think your feelings are totally valid and i can only imagine how like big this feels and like heartbreaking and i i don't want to take that away from you at all but you mentioned like a lot of the questions that she put were like how do I move forward and like with confidence, future relationships, all this stuff. The best thing that I can tell you is that in, and this sounds terrible, but in a weird way, like I envy you because I think your breakup is happening at the most like fun, exciting, crucial years of your life. Mm -hmm. And, I'm so thankful that this guy obviously does not deserve you and is not your person trash and thank God that he left when he did, because now you get to go fresh into college Mm -hmm. and just fully experience it. Zero
1: baggage. No one holding you back. No one lying to you saying they love you and you get to go like full force into college. I,
0: I missed that. I was in a relationship and everything. When I think back to college memories, like, I didn't, like, go to parties and, like, meet guys and, like, go on dates and do whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. I had one guy, and then we broke up right before I graduated college, and then it's been freaking downhill, my, like, men pool, you know? And so I think that there's so much... That is gonna come. And I know it's hard to like look at that now because of how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. but I do think it's good to also like pull back and see like the big picture and know first of all, you're gorgeous. It sounds like you love so well. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And someone is gonna be so thankful to like have you in their life. And when you look back, this guy's gonna be like an absolute joke. You're gonna be like, oh my gosh, remember that one guy that I was even like, I can't believe I even cried about him. Like he's like rookie, you know?
1: I mean, every time something, (laughs) me and my sister have this like ongoing thing. Mostly it's, it's my sister does this ongoing thing with me because I, every time a guy has wrecked me or left me like crying or something, my sister's always so good at being like, when I'm in a good headspace to hear Mm -hmm. this, at being like, listen, if you thought he was perfect, God has someone even better for you. So everything that you loved so much about him, like the next guy, the guy is going to be 10 times oh, better. Absolutely. And I would be sobbing, crying over whoever broke my heart at that time, you know, whatever. And I would just be like, well, oh, but he was so perfect. And then I kid you not, literally a week later, a couple weeks later, maybe a month. If it was a serious after, relationship. After your Maybe cleanser. six months. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like going out with my girlfriends and like going to parties and going in and living life, going to the beach and crying, maybe like some <clears> journal <throat> sessions. All of a sudden, like, I don't, I don't feel that bad anymore. Mm-hmm. And then the next, the next guy comes around. So like, yeah. I promise you there's more guys. You're going into college. There's going to be a lot more guys. Yeah. One of the best parts of your age is going to a party and just not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, that's, that's one of the best feelings of being like oh we're going to this party tonight I don't know who's gonna be there I'm gonna get dressed up and look super cute and just see what happens like that's such a fun feeling and you get I agree with Taryn you get to feel that and I'm so excited for you to feel that going into all four years of school it's gonna be good yeah
0: and as far as like inner work all you got to do is fall in love with yourself and like be your own best friend really work on like intentionally shifting those negative thoughts so when a negative thought comes you like correct it and remind Mm -hmm. yourself who you are and um take some time but also i'm not i'm not totally against the palate cleanser like that's something that helped me so much get over my ex was like having another guy remind me that i am freaking hot and fun and desirable and so I think as long as like you know yourself and you know like if you can enter that in a healthy way Mm -hmm. I didn't get validation from him in a way that like I depended on it but it was a good reminder of like no I'm not this like broken shell of a human that my ex made me feel like like I am like a prize, you know, there's so. been
1: times I let
0: you, you're not even like going out looking for
1: validation, but uh-huh. you're just like going to the grocery store and some guy gives you like a, a once over and kind of smiles and you're just like, damn, yep. I've got this. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm not stuck on this guy. Like, I'm still beautiful. I'm still me. Yeah. And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just like you have a, you go to the beach and you have a me moment, you know, yep. like little things like that give you life, but you got to go out there and like, absolutely, do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got this, girl.
1: Oh, yeah, you do. All right, let's go ahead and get into my story. Hello, ladies. Hey. I just have to start by giving my obligatory praise to you and say that I have listened to every single episode since the very first episode and followed your other content for years before that. I would like to stay anonymous, but for you guys, you can read my name. My name is This is a situation that I am actively going through and desperately need advice on. This story has to do with me becoming the girl I never thought I would ever become. And that is when everything got bad. Uh Uh-oh. I kissed one of my friend's ex-boyfriends. Oh. I considered myself a tried and true girl's girl almost to a fault before this. The night that this happened, this boy, my friend's ex-boyfriend, had been heavily implying he wanted to kiss me. And I repeatedly shut it down due to the fact that he and my friend had dated. Now, this is not an excuse whatsoever, but this is the only explanation I can offer, which is that I was drinking heavily and was simply not thinking. So eventually I let him kiss me, like kiss, kiss me. It didn't go any further than that, but still the mistake was made. The next day, as I had realized what I had done, I talked to my two best friends, who I once considered um, sisterly to me, and told them what had happened. They told me how it was wrong, which I agreed, and they were very cold and angry towards me on the phone, which, again, I understood at the moment. Immediately, I confessed to my mom, an older cousin, who's like an older sister to me, and sought out their advice. They also agreed that it was obviously wrong and that I needed to tell my friend and apologize, so that is what I did. I wrote out a sincere message and told her exactly what happened, how it was by far the worst mistake I had ever made, how awful I felt about hurting her, and so on. She immediately forgave me, which is not what I was expecting. Wait, she she wrote her something? What did it say? She wrote her friend that had dated the guy that she kissed. So like a text probably? I'm assuming a text. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. She immediately forgave me, which is not what I was expecting and was sweet in a way that I didn't feel I deserved, but I am so grateful for. Things with her are completely fine to the point where we've made plans since this has happened and we're good. The only thing that got me out of bed for the entire week I had done this was the fact that I had to work. Other than that, I laid in bed, journaled, self-reflected, slept... I say this not for people to feel bad, but to show that I do understand the weight of my actions. My mom and cousin also taught me a significant lesson, which is that people that love me unconditionally unconditionally will stick by me even when I mess up. Mm -hmm. This leads to the issues I am having with, with my two best friends. Before this situation, for weeks, I had felt them pulling away from me, hanging out with me where I'd normally be invited, not answering texts, and so on. I had reached out to them about this issue to see if there was something I had done, and they told me I hadn't done anything and then continued to distance themselves from me without any explanation. I had a pit in my stomach for weeks over this, and since my mistake, it has only gotten worse. I apologized to them the day after as well because I know the decision reflects on my entire character and I felt they deserved to know, and I was sorry and um, doing everything I could to make it right that. I hoped they could one day forgive me. They gave me very short withdrawn answers, and I have not heard from them since. It's been over a week and a half. I have been a ball of anxiety for about a month over everything, and now it's only exasperated. (laughs) That got me. (laughs) At first, I thought I truly did not deserve any compassion from anyone after what I had done until my mom and cousin showed it to me. Like I said, these two girls are like my sisters and they have seen me make mistakes before as I have seen them make mistakes before. And we all have stuck by each other through them. I guess I just don't know what to do. I should probably note that one of them is my best, has been my best friend since kindergarten and is also my college roommate. So are they justified in abandoning me when I needed them? Because that is the truth. I didn't realize how much you need people you love to carry you through your mess ups until I needed my mom to lay in bed with me every night for that first week so I could talk and cry. I fear this will be held over my head forever. I'm probably missing small details for the sake of keeping this long story somewhat concise, like that I am extremely hard on myself and was considered a, quote, perfect child growing up. I'm sorry that this is so long and all over the place, but I trust you both will tell me what I need to hear if you happen to read this, and if not, it was very cathartic to write it out. Thank you, ladies. I love you, and keep being the lights that you are. Love, Anonymous. Woof. Yeah, woof. It's just... And this is not, obviously, this is not me saying, like, what she did was okay, because it obviously was not. Yeah. The line was crossed. Mistake was made. But we all make mistakes yeah she didn't she literally told everyone the next day (laughs) like she sat with the guilt she realized what she did she sought advice and within a few days told the person the girl that she hurt by kissing her ex-boyfriend um and it was at a party and it was super drunk and i agree like yeah that sucks like if if you did that to one of our friends yeah i would be like dude That sucks. You shouldn't have done that. You should apologize. But I wouldn't hold that over your head. I feel like what they're doing is extra cruel, the best friends. So I don't know. I feel like you need to have some kind of conversation with them and just be like, hey, like, I know I messed up, but like I told you about it. I've sorted it out. Me and the girl are fine. So what what's your issue here?
0: Yeah, like I I didn't hurt you. No, yeah. I think it's really strange that. They've inserted themselves in that way when like, like acting
1: like she hurted, hurt them.
0: Yeah, if it'd be different if like the other girl was like massively heartbroken, and they were like, okay, well we choose like her side, or say like anonymous, you decided to like full blown date this guy now, and they were just mm-hmm. like, really like or I like can see. Sorry. No, no, no. Or I-
1: like an wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to shut up now. Keep talking, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. It was like, Bert,
0: Vert. <laughs> ficky, ficky, whoa. Rewinding. Freaking whoa. Um, I'm dead. That was funny. Um, <clears throat> do you want to go first? Because I know you'll no. forget. Go okay. ahead. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot. Oh, shoot. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. How the tables have turned. <laughs> How the turn tables have turned. Um, I just think... See, I I am a very very loyal friend. Mm-hmm. So like you know as my friend, like if someone hurt you, like I'll I'll kill him. Mm-hmm. I'll kill him. Mm-hmm. But if it was someone who was like our own friends, I probably would speak my mind and I'd be upset. But I can't see myself, like, continuing the drama if, like, you were fine. Yeah. That's the part that's weird to me. Yeah. And also, I feel like if they already were acting weird, this sounds like a, kind of what we were talking about in the first story. Yeah. This sounds like a, oh, I'm going to, like, choose this, is my this excuse. to, like, bounce off of to, like, get what I want, which is, for whatever reason, them trying to, like, ice you out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they sound like terrible friends. Yeah, I, f- I,
1: agree, with, I agree with you. I like, feel like that sounds terrible. sketchy. That sounds sketchy as hell. And they're, it seems like they're taking a situation that they actually weren't involved in in any way. Yeah. And making it about them. Um, And I understand, like, again, if this was us and, like, you had done something to, like, one of our mutual friends in this way, I would call you out. And I'd be like, Taryn. Yeah. You have to tell her. You, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, yes, you messed up. But, like... The the fact of the matter is, you didn't do it intentionally. There was no malice. You were drinking. Mistakes happen. It's not that deep. As well, long and- as you handle everything afterwards correctly, which you did, so there's no issue here and in my head. And she didn't
0: like vamp on the whole because it is annoying when people are like, "I was drunk. That's why. That's why." Yeah. Yes, alcohol totally inhibits your like control and your judgment which is why you have to be careful when you're drinking Mm -hmm. but I like that she didn't like stay on that soapbox like she was like yes I was drinking and I don't think I would have done this if I wasn't but Mm -hmm. that's not an excuse it still was wrong so I just like I'm not seeing I'm not seeing their motivation besides just wanting to be in drama or using this as a reason to not be your friend because they already were yeah I don't know. I I feel like you need to. They sound sketch. I know. This has been a while.
1: You said anxiety for over a month. And you said they haven't reached out to you at all. So I feel like this is the perfect situation to just voice your opinions one last time. I know you've been trying to talk to them, but I would give them one last opportunity and just be like, hey, to be clear, like the girl that I actually hurt has forgiven me. I've, I've gone through the whole process of telling everyone I'm mortified by it, but I've moved past it. And so has the girl that I hurt. Why are you still not talking to me? Like, did I do something different? Is this about something else? Not this guy? Like, talk to me so I can try to fix this. And then if they still can't give you a straight answer, interacting fishy,
0: goodbye. Like they clearly have a crush on the guy, like a secret crush. I mean, maybe. And that's why they're like. Being extra
1: know, weird, weird about it because it's Cause weird. Because I
0: I did have a friend who I know she's listening right now. What up, girl? Um, we we stopped being friends for like eight years, and it it did start with because she hooked up with a guy that one of my friends was like in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave her a piece of my mind. She took it very well, mm-hmm. and it was like. It was, it was what it was, but at that time, she also was starting to go down this road that was, like, really hard to watch as her friend, mm-hmm. and then kind of the last straw for me was then she hooked up with someone that she knew I had been, like, involved with, mm-hmm. so for me, it wasn't as much that, but it was just, like, like the place you're going in, you're just, like, not caring about us, yeah. like, uh, your friends, what, how you're making us feel, and she knows, like, we've had... When we became friends again, we had, like, a full-blown... And it was a great conversation because we were, like, laughing about the guys we actually, like... Yeah. This happened over. That actually split up a friendship. Yeah. That they weren't worth it at all. it was so much more than just... If if it would have ended at just, oh, we are not friends because she hooked up with the guy and hurt my other friend, Mm -hmm. then I think that would have been weird. But there was so much involved with it that it was kind of like... it, It was a natural thing that happened. So I just that's the part I'm getting hung up on, is like if either they're the type of people that do not give anyone like any type of grace in their life, like once you mess up, you're done, that's your character, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. Which like if that's good them, luck with by, finding like, good finding friends. Lo- good luck getting through life without getting an ounce of grace, yeah. like hello. Yeah, yeah. Um. Or there's something else going on that they're not like man enough to admit. Mm-hmm. Which is what I'm kind of leaning
1: towards. I agree too.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree too. I think the only like what's different in your situation is multiple things happened that made you distance yourself from this person. Where in this situation with anonymous, she made one mistake. The next day, told everyone, outed herself, like sought advice, and told the the person she wronged. I see no, I see nothing wrong, and it didn't yeah. continue. It's not like she like. Had an a like an affair with this guy, or like it kept happening over and over yeah. again. That's a reason to distance yourself from someone. But like one one mistake,
0: the only thing I can think of too that uh, would be a third thing. Ash, yes, go with me on this. Okay, do you remember a certain dramatic thing that happened in Australia? No, I forgot about that. I'm so glad <laughs> we moved past. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. So the incident happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and another person mm-hmm. had a very different view of what had happened mm-hmm. than like what was the truth of like what you had a view of what you thought my motivations were versus like what actually I was like feeling or thinking. Right. Yes. Right after the incident happened, the two of you went off and got in this big spiral of kind of like venting about me, like, I can't believe she'd do this, and, like, kind of, like, an ish-talking session, right? Mm-hmm. Which amped up the way that you felt. Yes. So then when I finally came to talk to you, you were, like, so heated and came at me, like, harder than you ever have in, like, our whole friendship. Uh-huh. And I was so thrown back because I was like, what is happening, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, thank God, because, like, you're a normal person. These two, we'll see, but... <laughs> You were able to, like, actually sit and, like, listen. And then you were also able to share, like, I'm sorry. Like, I kind of got, like, amped up. And, like, because of – and we both filled each other in – hello, Mike – on the different pieces. Yes. And we're able to, like, de-escalate it. So because it's two girls. Yeah. And they seem to be inseparable and coming at you with the same energy. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they're just, like – Ka-ka-ka-ka-ka to each other yeah. and amping each other up and like talking crap on you and then bringing up Which everything girls, you've ever done. Girls, Oh my God, we've all been guilty of it. For sure. All. So it could be that they're just in this thing where they've created this whole case against you mm-hmm. and now like you just coming around, they're like, ew, and like talking to each other. So that could also be a thing like that they've just found their camaraderie and like we're done with her. Mm-hmm. So either, all of these aren't a good look on them. But if you are feeling sad leaving the friendship, I think like what Ash said, just give that one final combo of like, help me understand. Yeah. I know what I did was wrong. I've said sorry. I've taken accountability. Me and her are fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Help me understand why this still is enough for you guys to not be my friend. Or if there's something else, I would like the chance to like address it. Yeah. I agree. And then if they don't give you anything, then I think that's your
1: sign. To, like, I mean, yeah. And the on. only reason I'm even saying give them one last conversation <clears throat> is because you're saying that they're your two best friends. Yeah. And so since kindergarten,
0: that's yeah. sad.
1: And that's the, it's the same thing that happened with your story, Taryn, Whereas, like if this is your relationship and this is a big relationship to you, then like, yeah, let's give them one final opportunity to like right the wrong or explain themselves or give them a chance to like, Bounce back from whatever is going on with them. So I—that's why I'm saying give them one last, one last effort to like fix the situation. But yeah. I think the issue is I think I agree with Taryn. I think they are unable to separate themselves from their feelings to even mm-hmm. hear you out for a second. Yeah. Like I'm, and I—I I think a lot of people do this. I think we see a situation, we can fully judge it, and like they I think they just wrote you off. Yeah. A thousand percent. And. <coughs> I don't think one mistake justifies that. So I agree. I think something's been, it sounds to me like something has been going going on on. for a while and this was the cherry on top for them to just be like, okay, like we're done with her. Yeah. Snicker, snicker, like off to the side without you, which isn't fair at all. So Very mean girl behavior. Very mean girl behavior. Mm -hmm. So I would give them one last chance. I would talk to them and stand up for yourself and be like, hey, like, yes, I messed up, but I handled everything yeah right I I fixed my wrongs and I handled this so well so give me you better give me like a really good reason as to why you've isolated me otherwise like we can't be friends anymore because the
0: person I hurt has forgiven me I'd be curious like why I mean if I was that other girl the one that like forgave her like I probably would step in to be like
1: Well, I'd be annoyed too. I'd be like, why are you mad at her? If anyone should be mad at her, I should be mad at her. Literally. But I'm cool with it. Like, it's fine. Not
0: cool with it, but like, no, I'd be annoyed too. Yeah. I don't like like, about you. Don't be putting this drama on my name because, like, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Or, Hmm. like, also also just
1: elongating the issue. Yeah. Like, Like, if I don't want to keep getting it brought up, I'm like, can we not talk about her kissing
0: my ex? Like, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. That's a really good point. Get over it. Yeah. Anyways, these are all just our thoughts, <laughs> um, Girls. but either way, I think you've done what you needed to do. So if you need that final combo for closure, mm. take it. Yeah. And if not, like I think you need to move on and find some like actually decent friends because they sound terrible. Who
1: won't judge you over one mistake again? That oh you God, fully imagine? rectified
0: afterwards,
1: like fully. Yeah.
0: Like imagine Stupid. all the dumb things me and you have both done, and we're so I'm always like. I'll ask. I'll be like, "Do you want my opinion?" Yeah. And there's times where like you've told me like Taryn, like probably not the best idea, but still yeah. tell me the story, like what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like your friend is supposed to be a safe space, especially uh-huh. like your best friend. Yeah. Is
1: what not? She's writing both of them down as her best friends. That's so sad. So sad. there's that. Yeah. Um. Anonymous, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of you for handling the situation so well after the mess up happened. Um, and honestly, like that's very inspirational to yeah. me. And I feel like that's very inspirational to our entire audience. You go through something, you mess up, it happens. Dust yourself off.
2: Take write, accountability. Write everything I,
1: mm-hmm. wrong. Write all the wrong, what? <laughs> write, write your wrongs. Your wrongs. <laughs> and then move on because you're gonna have another mess up down the yeah. road where you're gonna have to copy repeat and do the exact same thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being a great example to us and call them out on what they're doing because it's yeah. not okay.
0: Yes. Agreed.
1: Oof. Girl, drama. I hate. I literally I get anxious just thinking about no. stuff like that. I'm I oh like, drama. Ugh.
0: It's just so unnecessary. I feel like
1: no one has time for it. No,
0: like if everybody would just learn how to like right when they feel something, say it, mm-hmm. get it out of the way instead mm-hmm. of letting things like build up. Yep. We'd all be so much happier. We would. Um, okay, let me see. My dad joke. Oh, Ash. It's actually, okay, it's getting harder and harder <laughs> to pick a dad joke because uh-huh. I'm I'm just like, have I've I read that? Think about how many episodes we've read. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's been written. a long time. We've said. I think I've said this one. Oof. We'll see. Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to do this other one because I don't think I've said it. But I, it's not as funny, but to be safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why was the bee's hair always sticky?
1: Cause he be rolling in honey. I he, mean, he's misbehaving. He's be
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just start breathing. Because he used a honeycomb.
1: Ah, uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. that's really good guys yeah. you know the drill if you made it to the dad <coughs> joke we love you the mostest it is not too early to send in scary stories so mm-hmm. if you have one start working on it now we want a full full storybook yes. we, i mean intro body paragraphs conclusion maybe a yes. cliffhanger twist it up in there maybe throw Jump us scare. off a little bit yeah. um really would love that also if you have any stories that you're sitting on Um, that you want to share funny serious or if you have a situation you need advice on please write those in as well as well as your funny stories you're tearing it up so we need those Mm -hmm. as well yes Um, thank you so much for listening to our little podcast and we'll talk to you soon
0: yes love it love you love you bye